Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Asia Town Voice. We are an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We're on every Sunday from 7 to 8 p.m. This hour-long program provides you with an inside look at the Asian American and Pacific Islander Americans community, culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. Asia Town Voice is volunteer-based, and we hope you, the listener, will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way, we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. My name is Yin Tang, and I am here with Johnny Wu, our ghost host. Hello, hello. And DJ Alexicon. DJ Alexicon in the house. Whoop, whoop. He was our former intern, now promoted to co-host. Yes, it feels are good you, to are be you, promoted. Are you sure we should we should do that? We should probably put the back. Hey, him? whenever you promote someone, there's no turning back. You yes know what? <laughs> we should get him to buy our dinner tonight as as like incentive <laughs> incentive to keep his promotion. I know this um, new di- new weight loss program called Water Drinking Water. Yeah, something that uh, you don't do very often. Uh, uh, instead, he eats a lot of brown sugar at my house. Uh-huh. Hard candy. <laughs> Hard candy. And uh, just a quick um, explanation to why Johnny Wu is our ghost host. Sometimes he's there in his seat, sometimes he's not. So that's why uh, we ask questions and there's dead air time for a little bit because we're not <laughs> sure where he disappears Yeah, to. that's because I usually just disappear like a ninja and then come back again. And thankfully for technology, that dead air time gets removed. Yes, DJ, Alex, <laughs> well, you know, DJ Alex, you should just keep it there. It'll make it, make it a little bit more embarrassing for me. We'll be like... Future. Yeah, but what if people turn it off thinking that oh, it, it ended? <laughs> <laughs> like it's a radio glitch, right? Yes, like silence. And without further ado today, let's introduce our special guest, uh, Mayor Ron Falcone of Brunswick. All right, DJ Alexicon, can you uh, give a quick introduction to our special guest today? Absolutely. Uh, Mayor Ron Falcone just got inducted last year, December 27, as the latest or newest mayor of uh, Brunswick. And I think he is the first and only Asian mayor of any city in Ohio. Maybe, yeah, I think that's the feeling. And he's of Filipino descent, and we will go in, into uh, into it later while the last name sounds Italian. But I'm sure <laughs> he can address that later. So welcome, Mayor Ron Falcone of Brunswick. Hey. Yay! <laughs> Thank you for having me, guys. Absolutely. So do you have any special grains of wisdom that you can impart upon us? Oh, gosh. I thought you, were, I thought you weren't going to put me on the spot. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, it was tempting. Um... I guess uh, uh, let, let's go with an easier question. How long have you been living in the greater Cleveland area? Um, for pretty much my entire life. Mm-hmm. I mean, for exception of maybe three years where I lived with uh, my, my wife in uh, rural Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Oh. But for the most, of the, most of the time, we, I, we've, uh, I have lived here in northeastern Ohio. Now, were you born in uh, this area was as well? Born, I was born and raised here, yes. Wow. So oh, you're, okay. you're yeah. second generation or, or yes. further? Okay. Yes. So your parents were from the Philippines. My parents were originally from the Philippines. They came here in 1967. Mm-hmm. Um, He's first generation. He was born first, here. So first generation to live my whole oh, okay. my little life yeah. here in, in the United States, yes. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. why did they pick Cleveland to settle down? Well, you know, my, my father had a relative who lived in, uh, who lived in Brunswick. Oh wow! Yes. Wow, and um, you know Cleveland was close to Brunswick, so he, um, you know, the, 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 my mom and dad found a place to uh, to live in the Cleveland area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also have one sister, mm-hmm. and um, you know, eventually we moved from Cleveland to well within the city of Cleveland, 
uh, to another to another area. Maybe you can, you can edit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm like tongue tied. Eventually, <laughs> eventually we moved to uh, Seven Hills, mm-hmm. and uh, we've we lived we moved to Seven Hills in '75, and have been there pretty much. You know, my, my, when my parents still live there today. Seven so. Hills is amazing. It's very central. It's close to everything. Yeah, it's close in to Parma. Opinion. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's right next door to Parma. Very <laughs> next door to Parma, in fact. Sometimes I get the two confused. I know. DJ Alex lives in Parma. Yes. Um, Shout out to Parma. Yes. <laughs> um, so where did you go to school? Did you go to Cleveland State? No. I, well, I, for, for grade school, I went to St. Columb Hill mm-hmm. in, in Parma. Mm-hmm. And See, then, there you uh, go. <laughs> I went to uh, Pedro Fran- Franciscan High School, also in Parma. And then I graduated from uh, John Carroll. Okay. Our, yeah. I think our host uh, here, yes. UJC or JC. Is it UJC or JCU? I don't. JCU. JCU. Yeah. UWJCU. So we have an alumni coming back yes, to our fold. <laughs> and the reason I asked about Cleveland State is because the three of us have all gone there. We're all Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> so we're all Vikings. The we funny thing is, within a whole year, we have a, a alumni from a, a JCU here. Oh. This is our first one. Yeah. <gasps> oh, really? Oh, oh. I didn't know that. Very cool. I, wow. Well, he deserves two bottles of water. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to induct him into our, our yes. personal Hall of Fame yes. of uh, yes. WJC or JCU mm-hmm. alumni. So. <laughs> Don't forget the pictures later. <laughs> Absolutely. So, when did you move to Brunswick? We moved, um, my wife and I moved to Brunswick in uh, 2001. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually, we lived in, um, we lived in, like I said, we, we lived in Pennsylvania at the time. And the reason why we were there is because my wife is a, um, she's in the medical field. Mm-hmm. She ir- is originally not from the United States. Mm-hmm. And uh, in one of the requirements of her visa was that she had to work in a medically underserved area mm-hmm. for, for three years. That's so we lived, we lived in, um, we lived in a small town called Dubois. Um, but she li- she worked in a, in the town called Punxsutawney. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Everyone knows Punxsutawney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Punxsutawney Phil. The yes. groundhog. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we lived in Pennsylvania for for three years. It, du Bois is a wonderful town. Loved great, wonderful people. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I, like I said, I grew up here in the Cleveland area. My wife grew up in uh, Muntinlupa. Oh, I know where that is. That's be, uh, it's the city beside where I grew up. Yes. Beside Parinyake. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you know that's also the suburb of Manila, so we're mm-hmm. used to the city city living. So we we, we came back here. So what? Well, how big of an adjustment was it to move out in the rural area? Um, the, the place um, when we lived in Dubois, it was wonderful. We had had it had everything. It had had everything there. It had all of the the comforts of of life. If you want to say like you had your McDonald's, you had your <laughs> supermarkets. Is it you quiet? Had your movie Is theater. it like a laid back city? It's very quiet, very laid back hmm. city. Um, but. You know, usually outside of outside of uh, of, of Dubois, um, it kind of took us a while to get to to get to places. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. but um, there was a slight adjust, adjustment, but uh, but uh, we loved living there. It was it was a great city. Was there a Chinese uh, restaurant in Dubois? There was. I'm trying to think. Panda there was Express? at least one. <laughs> at least one uh, buffet that my wife oh, and I used, there to, we used go. to go to there every time. Go. So, but yes, yes. Was, was it authentic? It was authentic enough for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> there's sweet and su- that's sweet and sour, and there should be some crab legs, some crab legs, fried rice. Yes, right? yes. Now I have to ask: um, Do you have any stories about cows running loose 
in in the rural areas. In the rural areas, no, no. It, like I said, Dubois, um, Dubois was, was a wonderful city. Okay, but sometimes when you when you would leave, you have to be careful because you would run into like Amish buggies. Oh, okay. Or, you know, wow. so we don't want to do that. We were we were out there. So, um, but but no, everything was. Um, Everything was wonderful out there. <laughs> I just had to ask because my sixth grade teacher, she um, she had a son and a daughter, and they raised some cows on their farm, and her oh. kids wanted to ride the cow at some point when the, <laughs> when the calf was big enough. So then I wanted to ride a cow, and I haven't done it yet in my life. So one of these days, <laughs> one of these days. It's a personal goal of mine. <laughs> I would love to ride a cow. I'd like to ride the meat that I eat. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, Alex. No. I, I, anybody who loves their pets, keep them, keep Alex. I might be tempted to start eating him <laughs> while I'm riding. <laughs> All you hear wait, is move. Wait, you, you, you ride? I can ride on the cow side that this is Alex's steak. Oh, like riding. <laughs> it, gives, it gives a new definition of cowboy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so um, according to Harold Hom, uh, Mayor, you are a very soft-spoken, logical attorney. <laughs> who understand politics. One more time? A very one more time. Soft-spoken, soft logical at- attorney. Soft-spoken, oh. logical attorney. He might Boy. like computers if he's logical. Do, do, you, care, do right? you care to elaborate? You, you <laughs> <laughs> hmm. No, I, like I said, I, I, got, I got to know Harold, like I said, maybe it's probably, just maybe like 20 years ago now. We met at the um, at a Republican function at Republican headquarters here in Cuyahoga County. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of have kept in kept in contact ever since, you know. Uh, Harold's a great guy, and I even in, in, um, I even refer cases to him every every oh, now wow. and then. So, oh. so are you are you still a practicing attorney? Yes, okay. yes, I am. Yeah, I do a little bit of everything. Most of my cases are either immigration, mm-hmm. criminal defense, or uh, like family law cases, like divorce, child support, custody. So, being mayor isn't that a um, eight hour job a day or? Being a mayor I don't in know. Brunswick, Brunswick is kind of it's a, it's a laid back. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is, but we um, it's it's a part time job in Brunswick. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you have a city manager? In we have a well. We it is it is a city manager form of government. Oh. Okay. Um, unfortunately, right at this time, we do not have a city manager. <laughs> uh, we are still uh, looking to hire one, so we have an interim at this time. Anybody living in Brunswick? <laughs> Anybody living in Brunswick? <laughs> Any of our listeners living in Brunswick, if you need a job as a city manager, please contact the mayor's office. Does our broadcast reach that far? Oh, no, no. I hope through so. Through the internet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I certainly hope so, yeah. Oh, it does. According to uh, some people I heard that, they said they, said they heard about our, our, our radio over there in Brunswick in Strongsville, Medina. Interesting. Oh. Mm. So, hey, who knows? So east to <laughs> south side. I like that. And just a quick mention, WJCU is non-de- non-denominational. So <laughs> <laughs> and non-political. And just to make it official, WJCU is neutral on any political stance. Uh, we do have politicians in on our uh, show occasionally, but we like to remain politically neutral. Uh, I definitely <laughs> am, DJ Lexicon. Do you, do you have something to say? Nothing. I'm neutral. <laughs> so you guys have had other politicians on, on your shows as well? Yes, we have. Who else yes. have you had? Um, we had the candidates for... Um, yeah, Ward 7 here in downtown oh, Cleveland. That's nice. It was prior to the election. We had both candidates in here, and we asked them similar questions just to kind of understand them a little bit and to see what they wanted to bring. Um, of course, all of us, Most my childhood is mostly here in Asiatown, and I, I would love to see this area grow. And Johnny works here, and um, DJ Lexicon... Spent my 20 years here. Yes, that's true. 24 years. So we're all invested somehow in this area, and we just want to make sure that this area continues growing in, in sure. a positive light. You know? Sure, sure. And, and Mayor Ron Falcone is our first mayor guest, so hopefully the mayor of Cleveland will start coming <laughs> over. 
What? Why is Johnny shaking his head? Um, no stories. No comments. No stories. Okay. Well, I mean, I can understand that. You know, Mayor of Cleveland. It's a bigger place, so he's probably a little bit busier. Not that I'm saying that you're hey. not busy. Hey. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. Probably well, he lives he, far. Historic, <laughs> historically speaking, um, Cleveland City's mayor has limited interest in participating in Asian-related events. Well, I see him all the time at the Cleveland Asian Festival. Yeah, he was there at the Cleveland Asian Festival only, last year. Other than that one, that I mean, we talk about historically speaking, the only mayor that have consistently come to every Asian function is uh, Campbell. Jane Campbell. I do remember. Oh, her. Jane, yeah. My sister got her autograph because they have the same first name. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, my sister's. Okay, so Mayor Falcone, what was it like um, being an Asian American running for uh, the mayor of uh, Brunswick? Well, um, for when I when I ran for mayor, I ran unopposed. Oh, so I thought I did, it was I dirty not, and mud slinging. I, <laughs> I did not have an opponent, mm-hmm. and so I didn't have any. I didn't have any opposition. I didn't have a hard time uh, running this this time. Wow! For mayor. Yes. Now, um, I did run for office back in two thousand seven for mm-hmm. a ward seat. In, in on city on Brunswick City Council, that was that was difficult. Oh yeah. <laughs> when I ran for the first time in 2007, I lost by about oh. 140, about 143 votes out of almost 2,000 cast. Was that the first uh, time you ran for office? It was the first time, yeah, first time I put my name on the ballot and uh, ran. And ran for so office. you had some learning experiences from that one. <laughs> <laughs> now, a- after I lost, about maybe a month or two months after that there was an opening on city council mm-hmm. and so i applied for that i applied for that vacancy mm-hmm. and i was accepted um, for an at-large position, which means I represent the entire city of Brunswick. Wow! And that was actually that's what that, at-large means. <laughs> that's what that's what at-large means. Yes, and uh, that that happened. Let's see, back in uh, two thousand eight. So it was actually exactly six years ago today. Mm-hmm. So um, I did that, and then I had to run to defend the seat in two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. And then I, I I took a four yeah, in that race uh, in during the during that time. Um, for people who are running council at large, they just take every everyone runs against each other. Okay, mm-hmm. and they just take the top three people. Oh, yeah. So I was one of the top three. <laughs> that is similar to the um, Senate elections in the Philippines. Oh yeah, because oh. there's no state in the Philippines; it's just provinces. But the senators don't represent a certain region. They they represent the, the whole country. It's, it's, a, it's so, almost like an, an, an yeah, a large. Yeah, so one hundred people could be running for Senate seats in the top. 20 or the top 30 or whatever is needed are the ones who are elected senators. Right. You, I remember last time when Valerie was here and you, she's from Indonesia, you mm. guys had some very interesting stories about Indonesia and the Philippines. I don't remember all of them. Oh, you don't? <laughs> uh, about the president of Indonesia and, and uh, President friends. Marcos' friends because they're both dictators of the... <laughs> yeah. And oh, and how her mom was a dancer. Yes. See, I remember yes. stuff about dancing. So. Yes. <laughs> But uh, as Alex mentioned earlier, um, that your last name sounds a little bit Italian. Yes. And there's a reason behind that. Would the two of you care to divulge a little bit? He would. Well, <laughs> no, you know, that, that's, probably, that's probably the number one question people ask me is not, not, my, what, not what my position is on, on issues <laughs> or on taxes or, um, you know. You're a big celebrity. You look, <laughs> your last name is Falcone. You don't look Italian. <laughs> 
Um, to be honest with you, I, we, we don't know how we got the name. Oh, uh, really? My, yeah. Hmm. My, my, uh, my father is f- pure Filipino. Really? Yes. Oh. And his uh, father and his and the father before him was also pure Filipino. So wow. we don't know. I'm sure that I'm related to... Can someone Google that, people. listeners? Google uh, the last name Falcone and see where it came from. I'm sure it came from somewhere. That's capital F-A-L-C-O-N-I. And I. That's correct. Because my name came from Spain via Cuba because I, I researched... Cuba. Yeah, because um, when the Philippines was under Spain, major products come from Spain via Galleon trade to Cuba, Cuba to the Philippines. I did not know that. That's... Yeah. That's a long trading Long uh, journey for long. my last name to get to me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you're Spanish? No, I am. Are uh, you Cuban? I get Chinese blood. <laughs> <laughs> and? That's it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I thought you said you were mixed. No, I mean, uh, you know, my great ancestors came from mainland China. But then you're on my father's side. Name. Uh, so, 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 because um, I don't want to go into history, but there was a point in time in the Philippines where the whole Philippines was required, decreed by law, to select a Spanish name that are posted on churches all across oh, the country. Maybe, and when maybe that's how Falcone was selected. But Falcone, so. well, it could be because um, the Catholic congregation. There might be Italian priests there. Mm-hmm. And after the Philippines was transferred <coughs> over to the United States, some Filipinos reverted to their old last names and got rid of the Spanish names. That's fascinating. Yeah. But um, but turning on to a slightly more serious tone, um, we had a, another candidate for the mayor of Woodmere, um, Mr. Singh. Was Mr. In Singh. Here. He was a mm. Sikh, and uh, he had some pretty interesting stories as well. One of them, unfortunately, was that when he was running, he did receive some... Threats. Unfriendly. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. Yeah, I get threats. I guess slipped under his door, and mm. he was a little bit upset because his daughter saw the note as well. Did you experience anything like that at all? There was always concerns because Brunswick, as I said, is mostly uh, mostly Caucasian. Yes, yes. Um, and even of the minorities, you know, I'm, I'm, we're still the minority of the minority. Yeah. <laughs> in, in Brunswick, so I mean, of course there was that. There was the, there was always that concern. Um, and my family was concerned about that at first, but after I got, you know, and I lived in the I lived in the western part of the city, mm-hmm. okay, which was which was Ward Four, and so when I was knocking on doors and talking to people, you know, I mean, everyone everyone saw who I was, so it, I mean, it just I don't, I, I did if there was any kind of racism, I didn't, I didn't, I, I certainly didn't see it. Um, I'm sure there was. You know, tons of name calling maybe yeah, after yeah. I left yeah, or whatever, yeah. <laughs> but um, but or, or for my you know maybe some of my political adversaries there, I'm sure they weren't weren't too happy with me. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, um, didn't really experience any of that. I mean, I just I just went up there, I, I knocked on doors, I talked to people, told them what my position was, and sometimes they liked it, and sometimes they did not. Which <laughs> is the nature. This, and then that's yeah. that's what that's what that's what would happen if it didn't really matter what race you were, you know. So well, that's good. Yeah. So no, I I really didn't have that that experience, and if I did, I just kind of kind of pushed through that, you know. And I was born and raised here in northeastern yeah. Ohio, so mm-hmm. Councilman Singh had it hard, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Well, he only had that one instance, but yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's kind of if you're overprotective of your children or any kind of protective, it's kind of. Disheartening, I suppose. Do we know if Councilman uh, Singh won or lost? I, I think he lost. Oh, yeah. Okay. He lost. Our ghost host confirmed that. <laughs> 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 but um, but when it came to the political uh, issues, that did you have people disagree with you and 
Uh, People always disagree with me. <laughs> <you know. laughs> I suppose it comes with the territory. It, it always comes with the territory. I mean, like, for example, when I ran for uh, when, I, when I ran to defend the seat in 2009, mm-hmm. um, the big issue was a uh, was an income tax increase. Mm. You know, and I was the only one who voted uh, voted against that, did not support it. When I knocked on doors and I talked to people, I told them, it, you know, this is what I, this is my, this is me, this is my position. Um, I'm not voting for this uh, for this tax increase. These are the reasons why. You know, there was a primary in 2009, so you know, I think there was maybe five, I think there was maybe seven or eight candidates <laughs> in the primary. I, I took the top. I was I was the top vote getter. You know, hmm. nine, and also at the same time, the tax increase passed. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh boy! So I think it, I think it is possible to um, to to state your position, tell people where you stand on issues, and, and be be true to you, be true to your issues, and be true to yourself. Yeah. And and still and still win elections. Sometimes people think you need to. Well, maybe I should kind of modify position a little bit. Uh, yeah. I think it's better here, to be really true. Uh, that, a lot of politicians will just you know say whatever I people want to hear. You know, no. I, I, I say what I want to say, and if you like it, great. If you don't like it, I mean, that's fine, too. <laughs> so so um, turning back to a more Asian light, uh, what was it like growing up with um, Asian traditions? Did your parents carry over any Asian traditions from the Philippines? Yes, yeah. I mean, my, um, my parents spoke to my sister and me in, in Filipino, in Tagalog. Mm-hmm. So we can under, I, my, my sister and I can understand it. Okay. No, Amazing. No problem. Speaking it... I can, but I would have to imagine it being, imagine hearing it first and then saying it. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. And then my wife is uh, also, like I said, my wife is originally from the Philippines, so she speaks to me in, most times she speaks to me in Tagalog, which is the <laughs> national language I speak to her in English. You know, and I, <laughs> but at least you get what she's saying. Oh, yeah. No, no. I can, uh, for, for Tagalog, I can understand you, whether you speak fast, slow, you know, and I know the, the idioms and, you know, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Reading it. Um, yeah. I, I, I probably if I read it really slow, I'm probably I would probably be a yeah. really slow reader, and I could probably understand it. Um, speaking it, I just I I can speak it. Just it maybe like short phrases or sentences. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, but you know, but, but yes, most of the time that I can I can I can understand no no problem. At least if you're in a crowd of Filipinos, you can get the gist of what's being discussed. Oh yeah, yeah. no no, I understand. Yeah. You said I understand Tagalog like I understand English, so I can. I can understand what I can understand what other Filipinos are saying. Yeah. I can uh, I can watch Filipino movies. And, oh, you can! And TV shows. <laughs> that's great. That's so great. We, yes, yeah. we watch that at home. So. You know, that's a very interesting process. How deeply a language sinks. I wonder if they've done a study on it because I mean, I, I speak English. I understand English fluently, and I can speak in um, in and listen to Mandarin Chinese. Fluently. How old were you when you came here? When I was three. But then when it comes to like Shanghainese, I can hear it and understand perfectly. But when it comes to speaking it, I have a lot of hiccups every now and then. Like I'll I'll stop because I'm not sure what word is supposed to come out. (laughs) So I think, you know, maybe where I am with my Shanghainese is very similar to where you are with the Tagalog. (laughs) And it's just, it's like a different place in in memory in a person's brain. But you can watch Chinese movies too, right? Yes, yes, I can. I can watch (laughs) Shanghainese movies. I guess it's all that's important, the movies. Yes, (laughs) yes, the movies are key. (laughs) But, you know, um, with Lunar New Year coming up, do you have any traditions that you keep in the household with, uh, you know, the Lunar New Year, uh, also sometimes called the Chinese New Year? Um, we don't really follow the Lunar lunar calendar <gasps> yeah. or anything oh. like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> lunar New Year celebration, as I mentioned last time, was it depends on the area in the Philippines. If we get Chinese blood, then you will. That's why. So but that's why you, you that know. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Okay. Did you get red envelopes okay. too, Alex? What's that? Did you get red envelopes too? 
No, I got mooncakes. Mooncakes? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You don't eat the round dumplings? Well, uh, Alex, you're single, so you should be able to get all the yeah. red envelopes. The red envelopes? <laughs> Anybody <And> single <laughs> can get a red envelope from the elder seniors. So you should be able to get it from that. You should get a $100 red envelope <laughs> like some people here uh, got last night. And time. then he can <laughs> take us out to dinner. Yes. <laughs> I, took out, uh, I took everybody else to dinner that day when I got my money. You did? Yeah. Well, not you guys, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I know you did. Where was I? Thanks a lot, Johnny. I know. It was so secret about it. That was a it. Tuesday. <laughs> I'm usually downtown on Tuesdays. Oh, too late now. Sorry. <laughs> I usually can get here in 25 minutes when we're talking about food. Yes, yes. <laughs> and and traffic is okay. Yes. So. And the ghost. And, and the ghost. <laughs> host. The ghost host. That's the right. ghost That's host. Right. <laughs> but going back, um, do you remember any traditions that your parents might have kept? Um, for any holidays, like perhaps in the fall, I know there's the, the Autumn Moon Festival or anything uh, else, or just, it was it? Other than other than speaking Tagalog. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, let me ask you this. Where is your, what province is your mother and father from? They're, they're both from Manila. Oh, really? from Santa Cruz, and my dad is from Tundo. Yeah, but my grandparents That's are from wh- Pampanga. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. my dad is from Pampanga. Yeah. That's why, since his parents are from Manila, Manila is usually a modern city. It's huge. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so normally, a lot of the tradition come from the provinces. If you have a parent or a grandparent that is from there, mm. that's where the tradition specific to that region uh, comes in. Interesting. So nothing with like altars and ancestors and incense and food for the holidays. Well, we always well, of course, we eat Filipino food. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Filipino what's your food? favorite Filipino food? It's a Should variation I? of a Filipino food. It's called menudo. It's oh, favorite, okay. It's Not the, the band. Way that my <laughs> 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 but my mom made it a certain way when I was growing up, so that's that's the way that that's what I like also. And well, also I like a piquidillo. But the way the, um, my wife has made me that also special, the way, <laughs> way that I would like that. So that's what I, those are my two favorites. Menudo is uh, made of chopped like, uh, like the band menudo yeah like the band <laughs> made it's made of so- uh, not soy sauce but tomato sauce chopped uh, potato and pepper and mm. pork and what else the uh, raisins raisins yeah yeah we got rid of the raisins no oh. raisins oh you got rid of the raisins oh okay so that's uh, it's mo- very modified yeah uh, am I correct in the, my ingredients potato pepper the, the quote unquote real menudo yes 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 so how do you make it I don't make it. I'm not sure why my wife makes it. Usually, like meats and usually just mostly meat and potatoes and okay. then some kind of toma- uh, tomato, also tomato paste. And, oh, okay. Uh, he did kind of answer my next question is if he would cook for us. So. Oh my God. <laughs> he would ask his wife to cook for <laughs> <laughs> And pretend like he did it right. Yes, yes. We should yes. just go there for tonight for dinner. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> Party! Yeah, we're going to be banned for life. <laughs> hey, that's a Filipino tradition. We will really? feed you. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So what is the other dish that you mentioned, the picadillo? Picadillo. Yeah, picadillo <laughs> is, um, once again, most, it's, it's soup, once again, with meat, uh, ground ground beef and uh, potatoes and um, other vegetables. Hmm, interesting. Yes. I can't recall if I had a lot that of potatoes? before. Yeah. It sounds it like depends. there's a lot of potatoes. Well, we make it with, my wife makes it with a lot of potatoes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick music break, and then we're going to come back and do DJ Alexicon's Corner with upcoming events.
Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with Asia Town Voice. We are an hour-long nonprofit program on WJCU's 88.7 FM radio. We're on every Sunday from 7 to 8 p.m. We're an hour-long program providing you with an inside look at the Asian American and Pacific Islander Americans community, their culture, education, and events going on in Northeast Ohio. We are volunteer-based and we hope that you will enjoy our program and give your support to WJCU. This way we can continue to provide many voices with many choices to you. My name is Yin Tang. I am here with Johnny Wu, our ghost host. Hello. And DJ Alexicon. Okay. <laughs> I just said good evening in the Filipino. Wonderful. Language. You mean Tagalog. Tagalog. You know, Tagalog. If you keep doing that, we can start talking in Chinese and Spanish. And other <laughs> yes, and then just we will never get anywhere. Throw it out there. <laughs> yeah. And our special guest, Mayor Ron Falcone of Brunswick. Hello. Again. Okay, now DJ Alexicon, it's time for your corner of events. That's right. So, and I hope you guys enjoyed the performance of Yin Tang Dance Company this early mid-afternoon, right? It was brutal. I know you I'm look joking. tired. You it look tired, awesome. Ian. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> I'm tired too, hauling all those speakers and it. But it was a good, good, good weekend. So again, next year, 2015, we will again have this event. The year of the goat. Oh, is it? That'll yes. be that'll be my year. So which yes. means that's gonna make out. me hungry. Now, now we know. <laughs> now we know how what, old you, Johnny is. You gonna eat goat? I eat goat a lot. There's Seriously? an Indian dish that you're fired. It's awesome. We also have a Philippine dish that's goat. It's called caldereta. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so I, I eat goat too. I'm sorry. You see, we're both <laughs> fired. Um, we'll be sending out our resumes. You and I. <laughs> Mayor Falcone, do you eat goat? I do not. You don't. Yeah, oh, you don't. You don't. You're Johnny's new best friend. <laughs> see, see, the mayor has a radio voice. I can replace him with you guys. Huh? Oh. <laughs> I did have a pet goat before I came to the United States in 1989. And you ate it? I didn't eat it. Didn't have the chance to because I left. <laughs> that that lucky goat. <laughs> but they did eat him. So what? <laughs> my family. Well, they were just. I told them don't don't eat the goat until when I'm here. So they did. They respected my wishes. But after a month, they they couldn't help it. They were drinking. My family was drinking. They got nothing to uh, <gasps> munch on, and poor goat was just there in the corner <laughs> of the house. Did you name him or her? No, no name. But he was a sweet goat. No, yeah. Every morning I'd bet him. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. We're going to get complaints from PETA. I know. I'm sorry, I know. listeners. But maybe we they are. haven't tasted it. If they, well, if they, they just they, give they, it a chance. They, they can't complain because, you know, there's different cultural differences. Some people eat different kind of animals. Like in China, they eat dogs. That's in true. India, they don't and eat beef. They have three, you know, five different cult type of dogs to eat. You know, the the yellow, the red, the gold. Red? The, the lab. So is, it, is it a different <laughs> cut of meat? I'm not sure. I mean, the favorite one is yellow dogs. Really? Hmm. Very interesting. Huh. So, my head to go and do more research. I guess I can do that right now. Yeah. But to our <laughs> listeners, please don't look for dog meat. Yes, please, <laughs> You won't find don't. any. Please don't. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a little bit morbid, even for my taste. I mean, yes, it's a part of a culture, but, you know, in some cultures, eat cats. I would never eat my cats. And Alex is never allowed near my cats. Tastes <laughs> <laughs> like beef. <laughs> no. it's, a, it's all jokes, it's all jokes. We, we are all joking we apologize if we offend anyone yes, yes. We, it's not intended we kid we kid we are kidding <laughs> and, and by kid he doesn't mean baby goat no so. no no man <laughs> 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 all right i apologize Where DJ what's the next going? event <laughs> <laughs> the next event here we go here we go for february moving on in february 8 oca which, which uh, stands for organization of community advocacy will be having their induction on February 8th from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. at Margaret Wong & Associates Building. 
at 3150 Chester Avenue, Cleveland, Ohio, 44114. This is free to the public. But you need to register. But you need to register. And I think as the DJ, I think I need to register too. <laughs> but, um, and Mayor Ron Falcone will be inducting the officers, right? Am I correct? Yes. And the Washington, D.C. National President, Sharon Wong, she will be in town for this. Mm. So it will be very exciting. And for the new president, our friend Lisa Wong. Johnny has been president of OCA for the past 10 years and he is happy to turn over the reins of his enormous power to a new <laughs> president. I'm, I'm actually enjoying being not doing anything. Yes, <laughs> and I really, could, really cool. yeah, that's why Lisa is so pressured and stressed out these days. <laughs> it's all your fault though. Moi? Yeah, <laughs> you keep her busy. I know, I know. And uh, Lisa also was uh, one of the organizers of uh, the Lunar New Year over this weekend at ATC. And on February 9, it's a special day because we are going live. DJ Alexicon will be going live. So I hope I don't swear <laughs> during the live broadcast. I, I apologize. I will not be there to be keeping him in check. I do have a oh. performance that day. Will you be there, Johnny? Uh, the ghost host may be there, but I cannot promise anything at this point. However, you know, we may be able to invite some, some guests. Maybe have Jennifer to be there again. Speaking of Jen Louie... Jennifer Liu is currently on the radio with us. <laughs> Answer it. <laughs> and Jennifer... Right yes, you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> we just oh mentioned you. No Thursdays. Um, but Thursday DJ Alex... <laughs> Hi, Jen. Jen, would you like to do a shout out? Would you like to do... Yeah, actually, I was calling Alex specifically because I wanted to shout out to his DJ services. Ooh. <laughs> I, had a, I had a job opportunity but Jennifer, are you free on February 9th from uh, 6.30 to about 8 p.m. to do a live taping? Just like what you and uh, Rachel did last year. Sunday, yeah, I think I am free on Sunday. I think I just looked that up. All right. Okay. Awesome. She can keep me in check. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Here you go, Alex. Oh, I'll, I'll call you. You're going to call me back? Yeah, yeah. All right, bye-bye. And that was our very interesting system of taking live calls for... <laughs> it does work, though. That is so funny because I just thought about her and said, you know, and then she was on the phone. And then just start, it started ringing. She's, <laughs> you guys are psychic. <laughs> guys, no. Guy. One person. Me. Moi. <laughs> she could be psychic, too. It no, takes two psychics. She called me. She called, and I thought I knew it was her. So as I say, Jennifer's, you know. Interesting. Very interesting. No, it's not psychic. It's just coincidence. So, on February 9, we encourage all the listeners to please give us a call and uh, ask us your questions. Yes, you can call in live. We will be announcing the phone number the day of. We will also be there with Mark Krieger, who will be uh, talking a little bit about fundraising for WJCU. So, we hope that you do tune in and that you do give your support. And, and now why, did, why is it so important to, to help WJCU? Because they bring a wide variety of different cultures onto their radio station. They play music from all different countries around the world. And, and different programming. Yes, and they are a nonprofit. And to do all this programming, they do need some support. And this way we can bring alumni back. That's yes. right. Mayor. Like <laughs> Mayor Ron Falcone. <laughs> and please, if you listen to us only on Sundays, uh, listen to try listening to WJCU over the week because they have different I listen to them during the day on a weekday because they have alternative programming music and I like to listen to that and they have other programs too or it listen our show we have 9,000 listeners every month which is kind of cool that's right that's right so um, that's all my events for February anything else you guys that want to promote yes the Jasmine Dragons is having a variety show on 
February 7th and 8th. That's a Friday and Saturday over in Chardon. And you can buy tickets uh, off their website. I believe it's jasminedragons.com. And the tickets are pretty affordable. I think they're between $7 to $10 in that ticket range. I'm not 100% sure. We will be performing on the 7th. Yintang Dance will be performing on February 7th. The event's also in the evening of February 8th as well. And on February 9th, the Cleveland State Chinese Culture Club will be having a party. Um, I think it's a free event, but it'll be in the evening at the Cleveland State uh, Ballroom, third floor of the Student Center. And it's from about 6 to 7. And even if there are tickets, it wouldn't be very expensive and you could purchase them at the door. All right. Now back over to our special guest today, Mayor Ron Falcone. (laughs) What do you foresee for the city of Brunswick? Well, right now, as I mentioned before, we're we're still trying to look for a a city manager at this point in time. And we've, um, unfortunately, our our previous city manager um, left around, I think it was maybe late July, early August. So Mm -hmm. right now we're in the process of trying to secure a new one. And we do have a... One who we do we have our interim city manager is, is our chief of police right now. Oh, yes, busy, and busy. Yeah, yeah that's he's, uh, he's busy. He does he does a, he's doing a fantastic job there. However, I know that he wants to go back to being a full time police officer. So right now, hopefully, I'll be working with the city council, trying to get the uh, get the new city manager on board as soon as possible, so mm-hmm. that we can continue to move the city forward. The city of Brunswick has experienced an explosive growth over the past twenty years because when I used to drive by, there's like Hey, like tall grass left and right. Oh no! Really? <laughs> yeah. Am I correct or oh. what? Brunswick was considered pretty rural. Back yeah, then. yeah. We say, hopefully, we and when best. I attended Mayor Ron Falcone's um, induction, there's like restaurants, restaurants left and right. You know, strip malls left and right on uh, what exit is that? Chinese buffets. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> McDonald's is there. I think there was a Chinese buffet. <laughs> so, so how is uh, Brunswick, the city of Brunswick? Uh, in relations to immigrations and immigrants, are you guys uh, trying to promote to try to bring businesses into the city or trying to tell everybody to go to Cleveland? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, no, certainly I want, I want businesses to come to Brunswick. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, um, yeah, obviously we, we, try, we always try to make sure that uh, the Brunswick remains a business-friendly city. We want to make sure that we can promote that, and we, we and I would be more than happy to speak to any business owner that wants to come to the to our city and assist them in any way possible to try to make them uh, make them successful there. I think uh, Brunswick is one of the major cities on I seventy one before it reaches Cleveland, so it's like mm-hmm. I think also a major stuff for travelers mm-hmm. going down Columbus and further. It's right around Hinckley, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's right next to Hinckley. Yeah, and the, the city's won numerous awards over the past few years. I mean, mm-hmm. we were named uh, one of the safest. One of the as <laughs> you know, oh yeah yeah we forgot have to been tell you one of the uh, one of the safest cities in um, in in Ohio, one of the top one hundred safest cities in America. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and then in the past, we were named you know one of the top twenty five towns in America for an affordable home, according to CNN Money. Wow. And then about maybe five. Five years ago, we were also named one of the top ten towns in America for families, according to Family Circle magazine. Oh, so, so. to our listeners, if you're outside of America and planning to go migrate to the <laughs> United States, consider going to Brunswick because it's the safest city and you can affordably get a home. Absolutely. <laughs> and there's a lot of Chinese restaurants in McDonald's. <laughs> Are there? I don't know. Yeah. 
Well, there is. And you know this because you go there? Because I pass by. Oh, and you scope out the, scope the, the, out. the restaurants. <laughs> so for a new business that's interested in developing in Brunswick, are you offering tax breaks or anything like that? It depends on where they, where they, uh, where they locate to, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and there, there are certain tax, in, tax incentives for businesses to come to, 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 come to the city. Mm-hmm. Um, we also want to make sure that, you know, when, when they do come, that they have, a, they, have a good, they have an easy time with our with our building code, um, you know, our building department, our planning department, zoning department, you know, and we want to make sure that they just continue to perpetuate that we do have business-friendly environment. Oh, okay. That, that's even better than what I was going to suggest. So. <laughs> so that if you're still an acting attorney and you're also um, the mayor of Brunswick, are you super busy all the time? Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> where, do, where do you practice? Of course you can't practice in Brunswick because you're also the mayor. Is there a conflict of interest? Well, yeah. I mean, I can't, obviously, I, I cannot handle um, cases in mayor's court because I'm... I, oh, there's a mayor's court I'm, in I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mention that. I, oh, there's no. a mayor's court in Brunswick <laughs> and, um, I, and, I, and I run the court there. So... Um, I can't. I can't practice there in in the city. I I, I, I also cannot take any cases in which Brunswick police officers are are involved. Mm. So the mayor's but court like takes care of uh, tickets, speeding ticket, tickets, speeding tickets, yeah. misdemeanors. So you Ian, know. don't uh, speed in Brunswick, <laughs> otherwise you'll be facing mayor. <laughs> I wasn't going anywhere today in my car. <laughs> Actually, no. I think I've been there before for a speeding ticket. See, no. see. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let me check my books. <laughs> what time is the mayor's court? Mayor's court is always uh, every Tuesday evening at oh. five fifteen. Oh, yes. So I had I just did my first one uh, a couple of days ago. Wow. wow. So Were there a lot of people? A lot of people there. Maybe thirty to forty people there. Isn't that the bad thing? <laughs> For most of speeding, right? You don't want to have a lot of people in mayor's well, it court. It could be people going through on the freeway. You I never guess know. So. Yeah. Through. You know, and, and also that's probably also one of the reasons why. Brunswick's name is one of the safest cities. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's true. Right. We make sure yes. our police are, are enforcing our laws. So. That's wonderful. Yes. Now I'm almost positive I was pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know 100%, but if they are enforcing actively, then the chances are I drive a sports car. It's a hot target. Yes. Mm. Nice. <laughs> yes. Yes. Nice. Oh, I got, I got a question for, yes. uh, for the mayor. Um, when you took uh, office. I know you haven't been in office for for a long time. Only just a few a few weeks. weeks here. Was there anything unexpected or something that made you go, "Oh, I didn't know that uh, this this job is a little bit more complex than being a councilman." Um, no, not really. I mean, my I, I've had a good relationship with my with my predecessor, Mary Gary Warner, and so so um, being on the other side of the fence is like. Everything yeah. is what you expect. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've, I've been a councilman for for almost six years, so I was I was familiar with what um, what needed to be done, and you know, my predecessor also helped me to to transition into the into the position as well. Um, the only thing I did not expect is how much fun I thought this would job would be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I knew it was going to be great. I didn't know it would be this great. <laughs> But no, I'm enjoying it. I've already spoken to to many residents. Some people have come to the to the mayor's office, and um, I I really enjoyed doing mayor's court a few days ago, and I look forward <laughs> to doing that over the next over the next four years. On the um on a personal note, what what activities do you enjoy outside being a mayor and being a lawyer in your mm. professional like like what hobbies do you enjoy? Well, you know, my wife and I like to travel. That's what we love oh. doing. Around Brunswick or in the <laughs> I'm um, actually both. <laughs> Did you seriously ask if they like to travel around uh, Brunswick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he gave the right answer. 
No, I don't like to go to travel around Brunswick. <laughs> It'll be a short trip, but okay. I've been I've, Brunswick is a nice city. I will admit. So but I haven't gone far. I, I've only traveled a few miles off the freeway, so I don't know what lies beyond the commercial areas. So I, I only been to Brunswick like four times. Oh really? really? Oh. Yeah. When were you in Brunswick? Well, a good friend of mine actually, uh, fa- his family lives there, so I I've been there three times because I had to pick him up and drop him off oh. from work. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> the other time was just dro- driving by because I had to go to another guy's house, which is live uh, in Grafton. So oh, I had yes. to drop by Brunswick. They have a prison there. <laughs> yes, Grafton. I know. A friend of mine is there, in there. <laughs> a friend of mine just left there. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I have no friends there. so. <laughs> Good. Alex is the person to know. <laughs> well, maybe Alex was in there before. There you oh. go. Oh, not there. Somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we used to live in North Royalton, so whenever we mm. needed a change of scenery, we would just go to Brunswick. So nothing fancy. We would, you know, go to a local bar or something just, just for a change. It's by so. 71. So what can, 71. what can a person like me or, or Yen who doesn't go to Brunswick very often? I used to go uh, quite often. Used to. I don't say now that we should go check what it sh- out. What, should, what, what should our listeners check out at uh, yeah. Brunswick? Well, first of all, uh, we have uh, obviously there's no you know favorites that you need to <laughs> say, but <laughs> just in case <laughs> to help promote tourism for Brunswick, sure. what, what, what would you one recommend? Of, one of the uh, the emerging tourist destinations within the city is called Mapleside Farms, oh. hmm. and it was named one of the one of the top farms in in America, mm-hmm. and it was it's just um, just has new owners. And um, you know, if you you can go there for for your for your, for like a beautiful lunch or dinner, oh. and um, you can also experience some of the uh, just the beautiful scenery around that around that area as well. So, are they open all year round, or I believe so. Now, are there family friendly activities that goes on at Mapleside? Oh, there are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, in the uh, in the fall, usually there's there's always some kind of concerts that are that are oh. over there, and um, you know, there's a ton of people there all the time. Always oh, yeah. in the in the fall. What do yeah. they do in the winter time? Is there like sledding or uh, anything specific? Or we have a parks and a rec department in in Brunswick. Yes, yeah. so okay. we have obviously we have me and we have a rec center there, but we also have several several parks in the city too, which are which are beautiful, and people are allowed more than welcome to walk any number of them. Hmm. You know, is that uh, the parks are part of the metro parks or? Um, no, these are these are city oh, parks. Really? These wow. are city parks. Wow. Like, um, our one one park in Brunswick Lake, we have uh, a nature center, which was named after <laughs> my uh, my colleague who passed away. Hmm. As this is called the Susan B. Hambly Nature hmm. Center. It's right there on Brunswick Lake. It's just beautiful. And are there uh, bike paths around the city? We are going to be. Um, there's going to be a bike path around the lake, but it's still in the uh, still in. Uh, oh production so i didn't know there was a lake there this is me exciting. too, is. Me, yeah. too yeah. me too there is a lake there <laughs> we're gonna have to drive out there and yeah visit, i so. know I, I, should. I, our listeners explore the city when the snow melts <laughs> alex will you drive because i don't want to drive we I'm can haul drive. our equipment in my aaron suv he can drive aaron will drive yes, <laughs> aaron my, will drive, yes. my husband is in studio today although he's not plugged in so <laughs> yes no, he's he's kind of a speed demon too. Oh, neither <laughs> oh. shouldn't go to Brunswick. <laughs> <laughs> we will be very very careful. I, so. I will I will drive. I will drive. DJ Alexa, there you drive. go. He's he's always late. It must be because he's safe. Because I I drive slow <laughs> and I drive be. safe. I follow the rules. I so. I got no comments on that. <laughs> really? Have you rode with him before? No. Well, kind of. <laughs> 
You mean it was so terrifying you refused to ever ride with him again? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Johnny, you're your only driver. We'll all drive separately, and I will I will um borrow a minivan somehow. So. But is there anything else that you would like to say about uh, Brunswick? Is there anything that you're looking forward to in your uh, term as mayor? Well, before you Other answer that, how long is the term of uh, a mayor in Brunswick? Uh, the term lasts four years. Okay. So I was elected in uh, 2013. And be up again in uh, 2017. Mm-hmm. It seems like so far away. It will. Time so flies. <laughs> time flies. Before you know it, you'll be back campaigning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll have you back on the show. Well, no, yeah, I want to invite all of you guys to come out to Brunswick. And, um, you know, we, we, I would love to have you. And, Party uh, in the mayor's sure. house. Party yeah. in the mayor's house or the mayor's court. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so are there anything in particular that you're looking forward to this term? Oh, geez. Well, obviously, I guess I'm looking forward to picking a new city manager. I'm looking forward to making sure that Brunswick continues to be a business-friendly city. Mm -hmm. And uh, and any businesses that are are thinking about relocating to our city, please don't hesitate to contact me or or our economic development manager so that um, we want you to move to Brunswick. We want you to be successful. Mm -hmm. And uh, we also want to have... Uh, more options for for our residents you know absolutely so i guess we can circle around back to my first question which is unfair and quite a tough question <laughs> do you have any grains of wisdom to give us any grains of wisdom or well, just friendly advice or yeah. an observation just sprinkle to us and our listeners he's analytical so he could have a lot of great ideas he's very <laughs> logical it's very logical too <laughs> Geez, I have to think about this one. You know what? I think that it, it's always important to to be involved with your be involved with your government. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to contact your your local officials. And I, I I like it when people come up to me and ask me ask me questions about the city or either either <laughs> positive questions or, or negative questions um, regarding this regarding the city. You know, and I, I I get them all the time, whether I'm walking around Giant Eagle or I'm at McDonald's, <laughs> <laughs> even when I'm outside the city. If I'm at the mall so, or so at the mall somewhere, people come will come up to me. And they They'll ask me questions about someone about this or that or this program, um, and uh, and I think all all public officials should be that way. You know, yeah. you, should, you should be comfortable to go to your to your electeds, yeah. and ask them questions about about their job, about about the city, or you know anything dealing with the government. And I encourage all the all the all the listeners out there to uh, to do that. And I guess it gives politicians a sense of a pulse of their constituents mm-hmm. if you guys do that. I yeah. think it's great. I mean, one, people recognize you. Two, they actually want to start a dialogue instead of just writing an angry letter to the city. <laughs> yes. People yes. do that, and then they post yes. on Facebook, I just wrote an angry letter. Well, you know, the problem is the biggest thing that I have to battle is not my uh, not my political opponents. You know, the biggest thing I have to battle really is, is voter apathy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people, it's usually when you, when you say politics or politicians, people kind of tune out <laughs> automatically, you know. Um, and it, it's, it's sometimes it is a little bit difficult to try to get people excited about about programs, to be excited about uh, city politics, to be to be excited about pieces of legislation or things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So I like it when people contact me, either email or phone call or, or whatever. Absolutely. Now, is there a website where uh, people can go to to get this information and to learn more about you Brunswick? You can go to Brunswick at uh, www.brunswick.oh.us, mm-hmm. and then that's that's our main website, and then you can either email me through through there or in, email any of the uh, council representatives. Okay. And then uh, if people have any personal questions about uh, me or the campaign or the city, they can also email me at uh, Ron. That's R-O-N at FalconiLaw.com. There you go. Amazing. I, I actually have a question, but I don't know what I was answered before. Um, how do you feel being Asian and 
do you think that you know being Asian should 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 run for office? How important is that? How important should should? Because there is a currently there's a thing about having a seat. Yes. And so a lot of times that refer to the minority who doesn't have a a chance to have a voice. So how would you feel like for the Asian community, the Asian Americans community, to to speak up or to have a seat in a cabinet or on the on the governmental officials level, so make a change? Johnny, that's an excellent question. <laughs> um, you know, I think it's important that um, that everyone, um, like I said before, to try everyone should 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 try to be more involved in in their government. Um, I think especially also for, for any of our Asian listeners out there as well, you know. It, the Asian community is not monolithic. There's, there's many different facets to it. Um, you know, unfortunately, Asians generally don't run for, <laughs> run for office, right. mm-hmm. and they tend to go more towards maybe the, like a medical field or a mathematical field. Um, but, you know, that is, that, is part of the, that is part of the stereotype. But... You know, we should also be aware, and everyone should be aware that, as I mentioned, as I mentioned to you before, the Asian community is not um, doesn't all think the same way, doesn't all um, act the same way. There's there's many different facets to our community. You know, um, I I I feel fortunate that I you know like, I'm losing my train of thought there. I'm sorry. That's all right. I do it all the time. <laughs> no, and 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 and, and I most most Asians. Um, a lot of, there's a, con- a large concentration of Asians that live in the, in, the, in the West Coast. A lot of them live in the East Coast, and then also in like Chicago around that area. You know, mm-hmm. and most of them are are, are considered political uh, political Democrats or people to the left. And I'm one of the few people who who is not. I'm you know pretty much in the in the in the right side of the political spectrum. And I think that's something which is unique among among the the Asian community. It's also unique, also among among my fellow uh, fellow Republicans too, because we, a lot of people there are not that many Asian politicians who are who are active within the Republican Party. Yeah. So I think that's something that that needs to be expanded upon, and um, and I think more people should get involved. Absolutely, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah. and I think in the Democratic Party, in Parma, there's not a lot of Asian particip- believe it or not, there's not a lot of uh, Asian participation. And there's a pretty large Asian population in Parma. There isn't is, there it? is. Yeah. I used to uh, attend the uh, weekly council meetings of Parma, but then I, I fell off. So. Why? <laughs> well, because I just wanted to be curious what's happening in Parma. I pay taxes, so I, you know, I think everybody should be aware of where their money is going if they live with a certain city, and it's free. You can just come in, sit there, and. See Absolutely. how what what um what do you call it what ordinances are being passed and if you're affected or not. So. Did you Absolutely. go for the refreshments, Alex? <laughs> yes, there's the refreshment cookies. <laughs> no, but on a serious note, <laughs> it, it, on a serious note, it's a great thing that you do go to these meetings. Yeah, I am yeah. embarrassed to say I've not yet been to, uh, but I'm a new homeowner, so yes, there you <laughs> only go. only since last June. So we haven't really gotten things squared away enough to the point where we can actually go to any city meetings. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to thank you very much, Mayor Falcone, for being here with us oh, today. Thank yes, you thank for you. having me. I've had a great time here. No problem. Anything else that you other gentlemen would like to add? And uh, we're headed to Liwa. And if you're in downtown, <laughs> uh, we uh, encourage you guys to try out Liwa's dim sum and different uh, Chinese menu and different food. Absolutely. All right. Thank All right. you very much, Mayor, for to be here. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Adios.